You are listening to the Jabin Chavez Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help you find your organizational culture and leadership values. Jabin is a pastor, artist, and highly sought-after speaker who has a long track record of growing departments, ministries, and organizations. We know that this podcast will bring value to you as a leader and to your entire team. So the children of Israel, Moses is going to take them into the promised land. They're spying it out. They're checking it out. And um, that's kind of the whole context of this. Obviously, they're going to rebel. They're not. They're going to bring back an evil report. God's going to judge the nation. They're going to go another 40 years circling the mountain, circling the wilderness, not going into where God had for them. Um, and But I just want to show you this is numbers 13. We'll start, we're going to really focus on 30, but look at, we'll just start at 26 just because. So they, they come back to Moses and Aaron, all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Now, this isn't, I'll get some points in a second, but just, just notice that people talk. Just like get this in your, people are talking. People are hanging out, they're talking. People are at coffee, they're talking. People are leaving the church, they're talking. People are excited and new to the church, they're talking. Like just everyone, just people are talking. Like just never forget that, that people are not processing silently. Just, this is like a different thing. But if, if, if you offend a team member, they're gonna talk to somebody. So just know that if you, if you say no to a team member, they're going to process that with somebody like just always know that like, just never forget this about leadership. Conversations are happening. Okay. I just want you to kind of catch that. Uh, We went to the lane you sent us. It truly does flow with milk and honey. And this is the fruit. Nevertheless. Okay. Now here's another thing about people. People are always fickle. People are always double-minded. They just are. There's just, there's just always tension with people. It's not a bad thing. Just you, as a leader, you just have to recognize it. Nevertheless, that's King James. Uh, I think probably like a NLT or something would probably say, but, but the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified, very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. So notice that there's like, okay, there's good news and there's bad news. And there's there's light and darkness. There's good, there's bad. And it's always gonna be happening within the, yeah, I really do like city light, you know, but, well, yeah, you know, church is really good, but, but there's just always gonna be some of that. Yeah, you know, I tried joining a team, but, you know, I tried set up and tear down, but like, I don't, what, you know, we, yeah, we tried kids ministry, but you know, really like the church, but they kicked me, you know, they kicked my kid out, you know, but like, so there's just always just going to be like, and you just have to kind of settle into the tension of leading people. Okay. So we're not mad at that. We're just comfortable <laughs> with, with the unsettledness of people. The Amalekites dwell there in the south, the Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites, Mounts, uh, and the Canaanites dwell uh, 
by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Okay, so that's, I just want you to hear how there's, there's constant conversation. This is why leadership matters. Now we're in verse 30. So Caleb quieted the people and said, now that's the key, not shut up, not you can't have an opinion, not you can't bring your concerns, not control, not manipulation, but Caleb brought a different word. That's what I want you to catch. You see the difference? So yeah, no, yeah, it's cool, but well, yeah, but uh, just conflict, 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 because that's how people are. Don't want to commit, can't commit, don't want to commit, not sure if I'm ready to commit. Just all that conflict in those first four verses. Caleb didn't just quiet the people. I'm the man of God. I'm the leader. No. And said. So now he comes with a different clarifying word for the people. That's what, And that's what we do. So if you're wondering who you are in the story, we're Caleb. Let us go up at once, take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. Okay, so we are a small group moving a large group to their promise. Think about that. We right here, this little, this little room, is a small group leading a large group into their promise, their potential, their anointing, their gifting, their talent, their ability, their prosperity, their, their promised land. That's what, that's what God has assigned us to do. We are this little small group helping people move into their promise. And yet, our ability to move them will directly affect our own life. Because here's, uh, the reality is, they, it took another 40 years to get there. Now, the real reason it took that long is because Moses, Moses allowed Caleb and Joshua to lead, but Moses never led. So when you read Numbers 13, here's what you see. Caleb spoke, Joshua spoke, Moses never spoke. Think about that. So Moses said, yeah, Moses delegated to Caleb and Joshua what could not be delegated. So you read Numbers 13 and the 10, the 10 speak up. The crowd will always go with the path of least resistance. Caleb and Joshua try to move the crowd with their words. But Moses, if Moses would have just backed up Caleb and Joshua and said, this is what we're doing. This is the right move. It would have happened. Um, three, like, let's just think about three services really quick. That's, that's me having to be a Moses and go, I don't want three services, but we need three services. So the, the, the crowd won't get it and the teams won't get it. And, oh, it's cool. You know, it's cool that we're packed, but a third... No. So I have to come in and go, we got we to move this thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go through these words, though, that we can all get from Caleb and that we all need to speak. And the first is, let us. So Caleb quieted the crowd and said, let us, let us. You do have to speak. 
You have to speak. If you're not talking, someone else is talking. Maybe I should even say that. Everybody's talking, right? I already said that. So it's not even <laughs> if you're not talking, someone else is talking. Everybody's talking. It's, it's our ability and our gifting and our responsibility to speak over the noise, over the criticism, over the opinions with the clarity and the word for our church. So uh, for about 10 days at Asbury College, um, just a couple of days ago, there was what was called the Asbury Revival. Love it. Praise God for it. Pumped about it. Think it was awesome. It's already over. 50,000 people came within a 10-day period, and now it's over. Super awesome. Happened in the 70s. Love it. Celebrate it. Praise God for it. Honestly, I was preaching in Kentucky this week, so I thought, man, maybe I'll fly in Friday before the weekend and go to it. Well, it's already over by the time. <laughs> and here we are, five years later, just building church. Yeah. Okay, I'm not criticizing that, but revivals don't build local churches. They just don't. They, they, they might help spark something, but that's not, you know, 50,000 people didn't come to celebrate our five-year anniversary. But here we are. We're just plugging away. We're just digging ditches. Just doing our thing. That came and went. Here we are. Now, so I just say that to say, Jamie, why didn't you talk about it? Why didn't you go? Are you going to go? I couldn't. It was already over. Here's, here's the most amazing thing about it. The way that people bashed the church over the expression of a, of a 10-day conference. No lights, no haze machines, no preachers, no screens, no social media. All of that coming from church people. And I thought, man, I hope pastors are listening because there's all this undercurrent. Man, we got lights. We got screens. We got haze machines. We got fancy speakers. We got cameras. We got LED walls. We got fancy equipment. Man, I'm a famous preacher. Crap, what does that mean? Do you see that? All oh, that's going on right under here. So I, what's the reality is, is that that it, to me is people in a, in a nutshell, they don't know how to celebrate yeah. without comparison. So I could go as, as the text start rolling in, are you going, are you going, are you going? I, I really do want to go. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about going, man, that looks awesome, man. I'm praying for that, man. That looks like an incredible move of God. I'm hoping to get out there while not defending all of the undertow of criticism that is criticizing people just like me. So literally, 
it's like, oh man, I'm with Marcus at the end of the month. Oh, I could, instead of flying in Saturday, I could fly in Friday and I could hop in a car and go. Well, it, it was over by then. Not, and that's not bad. That doesn't mean it wasn't God. Just means there was this moment and that moment lifted. But guess who was open Sunday? We were open and Marcus was open and pastors were open with their lights and their screens. Because we have to have screens because we're reaching people that don't know God and don't know the words. (laughs) And cameras to stream. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is all that. Well, yeah, there is fruit, but. Well, yeah, there is that land, but. Well, that is the thing God promised, but. There's all this conflicting. And we just have to keep showing up with a consistent voice and a consistent sound that speaks over the confusion of the crowd. That makes sense? Okay. So not, I'm not... I'm celebrating what happened, but it, our humanity shows so quick. The crowd mentality showed so quickly. We couldn't just say it was a God thing. We had to throw our pastors under the bus. Okay. So. We have to be those those Caleb's that can just speak over all of that. Yeah. Okay, so um, that that's that's a key point. Now, so Caleb spoke. Let's keep thinking about this now. Us in a world where where everything is on our phone, everything is on our computer, everything can now be brought to us. You don't have to go shopping. You don't. I mean, everything can just come. Think, think about the fact, though, that people still were, were three years in to what was the most isolating moment of our history. And people want people, people want community, people want relationships, people want gatherings. Uh, sporting events are sold out again. Churches are beginning to fill again. Movie theaters are beginning to fill again. So the let us is still our priority and still must be the thing that we are fighting for the most to get people together. Okay, so who are you gathering? It's a great question. Who am I gathering? Who is connecting to City Light through you? Who is connecting to City Light through you? 40% of our church comes to our church because of the relationships that they've built. 40%. Not the kids' ministry, not the worship, not the preaching, not the length of service. They're coming because of their friend group. So who, who who are you connecting to the church through you? So to go back to our Sunday message, you are a Titus in this house. Who are you encouraging? Who is saying, but God, about you? Who's saying, but God, because of you? Who's saying, but God, because of their connection to you? Let us. 
Let us. Let us. There must be a constant let us happening. That's the first thing he said. Number two, he said, go up. Go up. That's the second thing he said. Let us go up. Mission, vision, lifestyle, promise. Where, where are we leading the people? So it wasn't just that Caleb used his voice. It's that he brought them to a place. He pointed them to a place. So where are we taking people? Everything in our language should be up. Let's go up. Let's believe God for greater. Courage. Encourage. What are you doing with your life? How can we help you? How can we serve you? Go up, not down, up. Not back, forward, up. Let's go up. Possibility. There has to be a, a possibility to your tone when you're talking to people. What could happen? What might happen? What should happen? So when we're talking about calling people up, we're calling people to the mission of the church. We're calling people to the vision of the church and we're calling people to a lifestyle of following Jesus. And we're just, and we're constantly trying to help people. If, if this is where you're supposed to be, let's go up into that. If you're not supposed to be here, that's okay. Cause there's a, there's a thousand churches where maybe you're supposed to be, but if you are supposed to be here, let's go up into that. Cause it's the place you'll be fruitful. It's the place of joy. It's the place of where you're going to love it. It's the it's the place where you're going to thrive. So we're, so Caleb didn't just speak to them. He, he pointed them in a direction. Let's go over there. Let's go over there. Have you been baptized yet? Let's go there. Are you in a group? Let's go. Are you serving? Let's go there. Are you giving? Let's go there. Are you involved? Let's go there. Are you offended? Let's go there. Are you mad at somebody? Let's go there. Are you, are you frustrated? Let's go there. We're, we're, const, we're, we're pushing people to a place where they can see it. Caleb, Caleb pointed at a place and said, let's go, let's go that way. And we all constantly have to do that. And when people are talking, and again, everyone's talking. When people are talking about a place that is the opposite of where, of where we are leading them, it is up to us to help them make the decisions. The Joshua would go on to say, as they're taking on the land in Joshua, choose this day. Like, hey, you're, you're, you're not going to be happy in this place. You're not going to be happy in the wilderness floating around. There is a place for you. Let us help you find that place here or let us help you find that place somewhere else. But th this, is, this is what we need to do. And so there's, there's just this constant pointing people forward, pointing people into greater, pointing people into possibility, pointing people into their dreams. 
that all of us need to do where they feel that encouragement, they feel that excitement, they feel that thing that says, man, all things are possible. That, that's what Caleb was speaking. And there has, to be a, there has to be a possibility tone to our language. Yeah. Thirdly, at once. Let's go right now. When should I start? Right now. When should I do next steps? Let's go. Should I join a group? Maybe next semester? No, let's do it right now. Should I get baptized? Yep. Are you a Christian? Yeah, you should get baptized. Should we get married? Do you guys love each other? Yeah. You love Jesus? Yeah. Sleeping together already? Yeah. Okay, you need to get married at once. <laughs> get, 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 call, call people to a time. God is a God of windows and seasons. Paul said it just the right time, Jesus came. That word time is a really cool word, kairos. It's not chronos like what your watch does. It's not chronograph. It's kairos. It's, a, it's an open window. You, you, we have to take advantage of windows. Have to take, you have to take advantage of momentum. Um, our church is full, two services. Take advantage of the window. Let's go to three. Not let's let it die because people are tired of not being able to get a seat and then go, oh, we got to grow. Let, no, let's take advantage of the window. Uh, that video was a it's a window thing it's a timing thing baptisms is a window thing it's a timing thing small groups is a window thing it's a timing thing god's a god of of timing and he's a god of seasons he's a god of windows he's a god of of strategic moments for everything there is a season uh he said in genesis 8 as long as the earth remains there's going to be winter there's going to be summer there's going to be spring there's going to be fall there's going to be rain. There's going to be dry. There's going to be day. There's going to be night. It's, it's how God, God says, it's how I work. There's going to be sowing seasons and reaping seasons. And so Caleb knew that they were in a moment of, of at, we, we have the potential right now to take that land. They didn't do it and it took them 40 years to be able to do it again. So that probably had to do with the health and the strength, the vitality of the people. Like there was a, there was a time right there. Cause remember when they came out of the, the promise saying God healed them and prospered them. So uh, Psalm 105 says that, so that not one sick or feeble among them. So they were under a supernatural healing right out of the promising where they were strong enough and vital enough go to war. Well, the moment that began to lift, so in five years, they weren't strong enough anymore. In 10 years, they weren't strong. So then that whole generation had to die. The new generation came up and then that generation was strong enough to do it. So it was a window. So again, we, it's not, we don't live in the fear of, of missing the window, but we're at the same time, we're always looking for the window. We're looking for the seasons. We're looking for the 
um, we're looking for the timing. We're looking, we're looking for the moments. We're, we're looking to take advantage of seasons and not just kind of let them go because they're good, right? Like, oh man, momentum is just happening. This is good. Well, if you don't, if you don't take advantage of that, it'll just, it'll be gone. And it's like, what just, I thought we were in summer. When did it? Yeah, it was, it, fall was always coming. You just didn't do what you were supposed to do in the summer. Winter was always coming. You just didn't do what you were supposed to do in the fall. Spring was always coming. You just didn't do what was what you were supposed to do in the winter. And so Caleb had this God nudge to, to jump on a moment. And we have to be able to have those God nudges to call people to something quickly, ask people to commit. Give people times, not be vague. Caleb didn't say, let's go. Let's start praying about it. We'll, we're going, God's going to give us a word. Be looking for an email. No, at once. At once. Let's go at once. Let's we pointing towards something. And it's just, it's just one of those key things that we always have to do. Timing with, um, with next steps. We got to, you got to be right on that. Because if we don't get back to them in a couple of weeks, you could just you could lose it. You lose their interest. It's over. Get them on a team quick enough. It's like, oh, I'm in. I like it. I'm pumped. Yeah. Hey, I want to join the setup and teardown team. Cool. You come in April, man. No, nope. they're gone. It's already over. Come Sunday. Come Sunday. Okay. Timing. At once. Okay. Lastly, we are well able. Now let me just give you these real quick because I forgot. So let us is who. Go up is where, at once is when. We are well able is why. This is the why behind it. We're well able. This is the thing that people should always feel from our conversation. This, this is the phrase that should always be felt in our services, our text messages, our emails, our conversations, our even our, our challenges and our rebukes and our in, in everything, we're well able. I'm only saying this because you're able. I'm only calling you the, to this because I see the potential. The people didn't see it. The 10 spies didn't see it. For whatever reason, Moses didn't see it. Caleb and Joshua were able to see what millions of other people couldn't see. We're well able. We could do this. Possibility, inspiration, courage, love, family. We're well able. We can do this. We can do, we're, we're well able to do this. And you, and you just, you have to speak with that tone you have to speak with that why over your church. Why, why do you ask us to give? Why do you ask us to be on time? Why do you ask us to serve? Why the why, the why, the why, the why, the why? We always have to keep the why in front of us because the why is that possibility thing in the spirit of the people that said, man, you're well able. I, we, we believe you can do that. We believe you can go from just being a casual, 
kind of church attender who floats in and out. And, and we really do believe in the potential of who you are and of what you can become. And so we're just, we're constantly calling people to that. You're well able, you're well able, you're well able. There is a, a tone of encouragement and vision that is in everything we do. Um, so we're, we're never demanding perfection or, or an outcome that is just impossible. But we're always, as a church, hopefully calling people to something that will challenge their comfort zone and, and say, by the help of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you're able. And if you'll start thinking bigger, if you'll start praying bigger, if you'll start believing bigger, if you'll start giving bigger, if you'll start, if you'll, if you'll, if you can change your mentality to go from, we are grasshoppers. Remember, that's how it ended. We're grasshoppers. That's how the people think about themselves. What God said is true. Everything God promised is there. The land is flowing with milk and honey. Look at the fruit. Everything God promised, it's right there, but I'm a grasshopper. So it wasn't their faith just in God that was weak. It was their own view of themselves that was weak. And we come as leaders going, now you're well able. Now you're well able. Now you're well able. Now you're well. Now you can do this. You got this. You got, this. and you're and you're speaking to. Not we're not only encouraging their faith. We're also trying to crush and step on that grasshopper mentality that's in all of us. That is that is trying. Um. To talk ourselves out of what God has for us, because and and we even. It sounds more spiritual because we would never say God couldn't do it. We'll just say we can't do it. Well, yeah, sure, God could do it, but, you know, we can't. Of course God could, but not in Vegas. Well, of course God could, but we're only five years old. Well, of course God could, but we're portable. Well, you know, God could do anything, but we're in high school. Well, God could do anything, but no. You got to let you, you have to kill that grasshopper thing in you. And then you've got to kill that grasshopper thing in your team's that is constantly looking for the excuse to not do something great. Because at the end of the day, they were outnumbered and they were outsized. And I think as kingdom people, we're always going to feel a little outnumbered and a little outsized. And yet that's the advantage. Because then God gets involved. And Caleb never said God is well able. Isn't that cool? He'd say, guys, God can do this. Never said it. He said, we're well able to take the land. So the, 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 the biggest uh, hindrance to that whole generation was themselves and how they saw themselves. They saw themselves as slave. The, they got out of slavery, but slavery never got out of them. They saw themselves as captives. It never, it never got out of them. They just still felt small. They just saw 
the entire Egyptian army drown in the sea, but the, the Egyptian army died, but that mentality didn't die in them. And so, and, and that, that's, it really is the reality, right? Our, our, for our volunteers, for our teams. And they just come in with stinking thinking. And you got to just constantly push out the grasshoppers. You have to constantly push out, not, not push out people. We got to constantly push out that mentality out of the people and helping them and understand, no, you're able. No, you can do this. No, you got this. No, you're gifted. No, you're called. No, you're anointed. No, we, we're well able to do it. Let's go at once. And, and again, that's why that timing thing is so important because if you can, if you can get them into it fast enough, then they go, oh, yeah, okay, I can. Or if it, if it takes three months or 40 years, they may never experience it. Let us go up at once. We're well able. And that, that has to be the, the tone of every ministry, every serve team, every thought, every idea, every email, every text, Run run every communication you have with your teams through Numbers 1330. Run every, every communication with your team through that. And I think if we're all saying it, so it's not just you saying it, but Moses isn't saying it, we're all saying it, we can move a large group into their promise. Amen.